This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's your daily crunch. Coming up, Tim Cook says Apple will break new ground in Gen AI this year. But first, there are plenty of Gen AI-powered music editing and creation tools out there, but Adobe wants to put its own spin on the concept. Today at the Hot Pod Summit in Brooklyn, Adobe unveiled Project Music Gen AI Control, a platform that can generate audio from text descriptions or a reference melody and let users customize the results within the same workflow. Using Project Music Gen AI Control, users can adjust things like tempo, intensity, repeating patterns, and structure. Or they can take a track and extend it to an arbitrary length, remixing music or creating an endless loop. Developed in collaboration with researchers at the University of California and Carnegie Mellon, Project Music Gen AI Control will be made publicly available at some future date. But for now, it's firmly in the research stage, said Adobe's head of studio and video AI research, Gautam Mysore, during a panel at HotPod. The platform doesn't even have a UI yet. Next, YouTube Create, Google's standalone mobile app aimed at creators, which helps them produce both shorts and longer videos, is expanding to a broader set of markets after last fall's launch into beta testing. The app was initially available on Android in the U.S. and a handful of other select markets, but today will become available to over a dozen more countries, including Brazil, Spain, Canada, Australia, Hong Kong, and others. With this move, Create will now be offered in a total of 21 countries. The idea the idea behind Create is to offer video creators an easy-to-use suite of free tools for making videos on the go. Announced at YouTube's Create event last September, the tool aims to address specific challenges creators face, including editing videos and the use of creative tools like stickers, GIFs, and effects. The app additionally takes aim at TikTok, whose built-in creative tools and AR and AI filters have made it a popular choice for non-technical creators who want to experiment with video but may not have editing know-how. And Apple CEO Tim Cook is promising that Apple will break new ground on Gen AI this year. Cook made the pronouncement during the company's annual shareholders meeting today, which came in the same week the company reportedly scuttled its multi-billion dollar decade-long plan to build an EV. Some of the staff on the EV project were assigned to work on various Gen AI initiatives, according to multiple publications. Apple, unlike many of its big tech rivals, has been slow to invest in and ramp up Gen AI. During the company's Q1 
one earnings call, Cook said Apple was working internally with GenAI, but that it was taking a slower, more deliberate approach to customer-facing incarnations of the technology. Indeed, Apple's only briefly mentioned Gen AI in its recent press conferences and announcements, such as when it introduced new autocorrect and text prediction features in iOS last fall. Now let's see what's going on in the world of startups. Finding people who share your active passion to go hiking, biking, running, whatever, is a pretty enduring problem. Existing friends and family aren't always going to be into the same sporty pursuits as you, and making new buddies at the gym or crag can be kind of awkward. Ditto trying your luck on random Facebook or WhatsApp groups. Step Forward Liveliness, a Spanish startup building a community app around shared sporting passions. And Shader aims to challenge industry heavyweights like Snap's AR development platform Lens Studio and TikTok's Effect House with its no-code AR creation tool that generates custom effects, 2D masks, and lenses in minutes, rather than spending hours to create a single AR filter, which requires engineering and design skills. The startup built its platform on top of the open-source Stable Diffusion model, letting users enter text-based prompts to generate their creations. That's all for today. I'm Imran Sheikh, and for more from TechCrunch, go to TechCrunch.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.